Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fatal Female Fridays. Wait, we can I do the intro? Okay, go on ahead. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to Fatal Female Friday. My name's Alexa. And I'm Ash. And on today's episode... We're going to be discussing Gwendolyn Graham and Kathy uh, Woods, also known as the Lethal Lovers. So today's hint is... Something that would bind them together forever. So what do you think that hint is, Alexa? Double trouble. Double trouble? Mm. All right, then. Well, let's get started. In July of 1985, Marguerite Chambers, a 58-year-old Alzheimer's patient, was admitted to Alpine Manor Nursing Home in Walker, Michigan. According to the CDC, Alzheimer's is a progressive disease beginning with mild memory loss and possibly leading to a loss of the ability to carry on a conversation and respond to the environment. Alzheimer's disease involves parts of the brain that control thought, memory, and language. Her family felt that the place was safe and that she would be taken care of. One day, while visiting her mother, Jan Hunderman noticed dirt on Marguerite's face. When Jan went uh, wet a washcloth to clean her, Marguerite became very agitated it was very clear that something happened to Marguerite that got her so frightened. Jan confronted the staff. Jan claimed that she wasn't given any answer, but assured her that Mar but the staff assured her that Marguerite would be kept clean. Less than two years later, in January of 1987, Marguerite passed away. So Marguerite has Alzheimer's. Right. And it was in a nursing home, mm -hmm. take being taken care of like staff there, yes. Yeah, but they really weren't taking care of her. Correct. But then they lie and were like, "Yeah, we are. You're just crazy." Correct. And then two years later, she's dead. Correct. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing about nursing homes: most nursing homes are understaffed. Now, I'm not saying all nursing homes are like that, but unfortunately. Believe it or not, at least in the United States, there is a shortage of nurses and nurses' aides. What'll happen is they'll have a lot of patients, and some patients actually need better care. Because like a nursing home, most nursing homes, they're not supposed to be doing like day-to-day -day stuff. Like they're supposed to do like light work. But a lot of times, nursing homes will have patients in their facilities that aren't supposed to be there, and they'll overwork the staff. So just an FYI for people, if you have a parent or family member who has Alzheimer's, I would honestly suggest not sending them to a nursing home because most of the time they're understaffed and and it's not the, the nurse's aides or the nurse's fault that the facilities are usually like money hungry because nursing homes 
nursing or assisted living homes, they usually cost about $10,000 a month. And instead of using that money for your family member to live there month to month, it would be probably better and financially more beneficial to leave the person in their home and have 24 hour private duty, private duty nursing and a nursing assistant to help them as opposed to, you know, sending them to a nursing home. That's just my opinion. So yes, I'm sorry I went (laughs) on a long tangent, but personally, that's just my thoughts. In October of 1988, Ken Wood went to the Walker Police Department to report that Kathy Wood, his ex-wife, admitted to a series of murders with her co-worker. Detective Roger uh, Kalanick at first didn't believe it. In an interview with Oxygen's License to Kill, he stated, quote, my initial reaction was, who would kill disabled people? Basically, we didn't believe it, end quote. Yeah, so they're just like, they wouldn't do that. Who does that? But guess what? They probably are going to do that. Exactly. You fool. (laughs) Okay, so detectives confronted the administrator of the nursing home about Ken's accusations. The administrator completely denied everything and stated that Kathy was a good employee. Detectives asked Kathy to come down to the station for an interview, to which she agreed. Don't ever agree. Not, I'm not trying to give tips to serial killers, but don't ever agree to go down to the station for an interview. Mm-hmm. Like, the minute some uh, police officer but would do that. if you say no, you're, you will suck. If you say no, they're like, that sucks. Any lawyer worth their money will tell you, do not say a damn thing without me. Well, if, she was just going down. She can go down and be like, oh, never mind, I want a lawyer. You know? But if you just say flat out no at first and be like, yeah, she sucks. Like, why didn't she come if she's innocent? Because I'm busy and I got a, a thousand things to do and going to the police station is not one of them. Yeah, I guess. Okay, so at first, Kathy claimed that it was a joke. However, as time goes on, she stated that her co-worker and lover, Gwendolyn Graham, had suffocated multiple patients. According, quote, according to Kathy, after Graham killed someone, they would come back to the house and have sex. Kathy thought it was a release for Gwen. Why why they would do that is just inconceivable, end quote, Killinex said. So they're they're part of the Alphabet Mafia. The Alphabet Mafia? Yeah, the LGBTQIA+. Get it? Because it's the alphabet. Alexa, shut up. No, it's a serious thing. They're called the Alphabet Mafia. Okay, explain the alphabet mafia to my my boomer ass. It's the LGBTQ plus community. Okay, Cause just because they're, they're like LGBTQIA, and then there's like more letters. Just to clarify, I completely support the LGBT community. <laughs> I please, support, I support, but that's what they're called now. Please don't cancel me. <laughs> the Zoomers, the Zoomers started the alphabet mafia. Oh God, you're gonna be canceled. The Zoomers and the Millennials will collaborate. No, no, no. Don't bring our asses into this. Millennials had nothing to do with this. Do not bring our old asses into this. (laughs) So, Kathy confessed that Gwen 
had suffocated Marguerite with a washcloth a couple of times, which resulted in her death. Quote, she says Gwen had told her that she used a, wa a washcloth to place it underneath the chin and hold it up and pinch her nose. She thought she had suffocated her. Within an hour or so, Gwen found out Marguerite was still breathing. Kathy said a few days later, Gwen, Graham, went back, placed the washcloth on Marguerite Chambers' mouth, and killed her. End quote. Retired Walker Police Department Detective Tom Friedman told the producers. So the one those snitched on the other one? Essentially, yes. So Kathy, Wait, were they lovers or were they like dating and married? Okay, so Kathy and Gwen, they were lovers. So I forget which one, but one of them was a supervisor and one of them was like a regular worker. And what was going on essentially is they would kill people. They will they would kill the patients and then they would have um, sexual relations afterwards. Okay. I mean, whatever gets you off, I guess. I mean, you do you. Um, no kink shame, but um, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't murder people to, you know, get yeah, your you need to draw a line. Get 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 your get your your fixes, I guess. Get your freak on. Get your freak on. Okay, so Kathy explained that a few months earlier that she and Gwen had broken up, and Gwen moved to Tyler, Texas, with a new girlfriend, Heather Baragar. There wasn't enough evidence to obtain an arrest warrant, so police were forced to let Kathy go. The next morning, police went back to Alpine Manor to talk to other employees and found out that Kathy was discharged from her duties. The co-workers explained that Kathy and Gwen had an unstable relationship. Gwen and Kathy would play pranks together. For example, they would hide under patients' beds and grab nurses' aides' ankles when they walked by. Employees also revealed that they seemed jealous and possessive of each other. So they were in a toxic relationship, and then there are weirdos that played pranks at work. Yes. Like, don't, once you have a job to do, why do you hide under the bed? Yeah, like, if I was, like, walking down, taking care of patients, and I go to a patient's bed to do whatever, and someone grabs my ankles, I'm sorry, you're getting kicked in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I I'm sorry. Like, they're, 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 I don't know what happened with the staff, but, like, they're better than me, because I would have, like, if someone grabbed my ankle, I would have kicked you, or, you know, or if I didn't kick you because you were hiding, like, too far underneath. Once you come out, I'm, I'm losing my job that day. Yeah, that's weird. You're getting you're getting my left and right hook, and then I'm gonna go to the boss and be like, "This is what happened," and I quit my fucking job. Right. Okay, so quote: Kathy Wood had a love hate relationship with Gwendolyn Graham. At one point, they got into a fight, and Gwen Graham dragged Kathy Wood into the bedroom by her hair. It was hard to believe that these things were happening. And it just got to be a real toxic mess, uh, Killinek told producer. End quote. Killinek told producers. Detectives flew to Texas to confront Gwen. Gwen stated that Kathy was just making rumors up to break up her and her new girlfriend. Gwen took a polygraph test. 
the test came back inconclusive. So police had to release her from questioning. In Michigan, Kathy also agreed to take a polygraph test. She told the polygraph examiner that she was the lookout when Gwen killed the patients. However, she failed the test. She was unable to offer any explanation for the results. Yeah. Well, everybody knows polygraph tests are fake now, so. Well, yeah. Well, it's not necessarily that they're fake. The thing is, they you don't can't trust them 100%. Yeah, you can't trust them 100%. Like, I know back in the day, a lot of people were like, oh, Dr. Phil or, you know, Maury's bringing out the lie detector test or whatever. But here's the thing. It just measures, like, your stress levels, but it doesn't measure, like, if something's actually the truth. Because, like, it... Like, if you believe something is the truth, then you're probably not going to have stress levels. Or it also depends on, like, your psychological background. Like, it depends on a number of things. Like, for example, if you have, if you're one of those people who have, like, mental disorders where you don't give a fuck about anything, you can lie to someone straight to their face and the polygraph test will say you're not telling a lie. Yeah. Even though you're blatantly lying. Or if, let's say you're just a nervous person, it's going to come back that you're lying even though... Yeah, you're telling the truth. You're just nervous. So polygraph tests are notoriously, you know, bad. Yeah. Like they, I like they're, (laughs) so yeah. So someone's like, you need to take a polygraph test. You tell them exactly. Um, They're not conclusive. So no. Yeah. At that point, just shoot me up with some truth serum. Yeah. (laughs) We'll talk. Yeah. Yeah. Which is also fake. Which is also fake. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, it's actually like, it's essentially a drug, but yeah. But days later, Kathy said she wanted to tell the truth about what really happened at Alpine Manor Nursing Home. And now the moment we've all been waiting for, Kathy tells detectives that she played a bigger part in the murders than previously mentioned. Yeah, no shit. Quote, why should I blame her for this? when I had a lot to do with it too. End quote, Kathy said in a recording, Kathy confessed that she and Gwen plotted at least five murders together. She said they selected their victims based on the first letter of their names to spell out the word murder. Kathy says she remembers Marguerite's murder the most vividly. Detectives asked what was the motive Kathy explained so that she and Gwen would have, quote, something that would bind them together forever, end quote. Obviously not, because Gwen's down in Texas getting a freak on with a new girl. Yep, Gwen's with Heather. Oh, also, put a pin in it. Let's remember Heather. Remember Heather, new girlfriend. Remember her. So, quote, oh, God, it's silly, but that's what it was end quote, she told police. In December of 1988, the bodies of Marguerite and another victim, Edith Cook, were exhumed. The forensic pathologist was unable to determine the cause of death, but based on Kathy's statement, he was able to alter the cause of death from natural to homicide. Kathy and Gwen were arrested. Kathy was charged with two counts of open murder, Gwen was charged with five counts of murder. Kathy took a plea deal and agreed to testify against Gwen. Heather, Gwen's new girlfriend, 
was called to the stand and she testified against Gwen as well. Well, she should have been loyal to Kathy. <laughs> I don't think it's a I don't think it's a thing of, well, you should have been loyal to me if you were loyal to me, you know. No, if you were if you only had one person testify against you, you'd have been okay. But now you have your other girlfriend, Heather, out here testifying against you too. You can't be crazy to everyone. Right. So I've only seen this in like two articles of like the many articles that I was reading, but apparently Kathy initially told her husband that about the murders and stuff because apparently Gwen, whenever she went to Texas, she worked in a home with with like babies and children. Mm-hmm. So Kathy was like, well, she killed these elderly people. What's going to stop her from killing ba- uh, infants? And I'm like, well, where was your compassion for the elderly people? Also, remember how they were trying to kill people and spell out the word murder? Yeah, they didn't have a U. That's what I was saying. I'm like, who had a U? Well, the problem was some of the people that they tried to kill fought back. <laughs> yeah. And they weren't they weren't going down without a fight. So they changed their plan to just killing whoever. Whoever. Okay, good. Well, not good, but. Yeah. So, yes. I'm glad they fought for their life. Yeah, because there were some people they are like, oh, we're going to kill this person. And then you find out later on that they. Um, it was actually Mike Tyson and they couldn't beat him. Well, maybe not that, but... But, like, say, like, they fought back, so it was like, we'll just move on to somebody else. Right, then we'll move on to someone more easier to kill. Yeah. Which is terrible, but, you know, that's that's what we'll say. Well, they suck. They're not even good murderers. They can't even spell murder. Get out of here. Okay. They should try to spell something else. So, Gwen was found... (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Gwen was found guilty of five counts of first-degree murder and one count of conspiracy to murder. She was sentenced to life imprisonment. Kathy was found guilty of one count of second-degree murder and one count of conspiracy to murder. Kathy was sentenced to 20 to 40 years in prison. In January of 2020, Kathy was released early for good behavior and moved to Fort Mill, South Carolina with her sister. What do you mean moved? Like she moved in with her sister? Yeah, she moved in. After she got released? Yeah, after she got released, yes. Okay. It was either that or the bitch was going to be homeless. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so. Would you let me live with you if I killed people? You heard that here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm homeless. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, okay. So on a lighter note, guys, I have a funny story to tell you about me and my sister. So one time me and my sister, it was like late at night and we were walking. Like there's like this small wooded (laughs) area near where we used to live at, where our parents used to live at. And I was scared because like, it was like foggy and it was scary. And my sis and I'm like, oh my god, this is where serial killers live. And my sister said, well, if there's a killer after us, I'm gonna trip you and then run, so the killer will get to you and be distracted. I just keep running. Listen, because somebody has to live to tell the story, and if we're both dead, what's the point of that? You're awful. <laughs> You're a terrible sister. Also, I have to get justice for you. Oh, <laughs> justice for me? You're the one who caused my fucking death. You tricked me. <laughs> also, I remember one time and another funny story. Now, obviously, my sister is joking, so Hopefully. don't don't 
don't take it seriously that she's going to kill me. But I remember, like I said to my sister that, um, she's on my life insurance. And if I died, she'd get like a hundred thousand dollars. She said, well, hurry up and die. So I get my money. Now, obviously I don't think my sister will kill me. You said that with such conviction, I completely believe you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if my body's missing, my sister did it. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay, so Kathy spent less than 30 years in prison. The victims' families feared that Kathy would kill again. The victims ranged in age from 60 to 98. Police believe that the pair killed up to 12 people and that Kathy planned the murders as a way to keep Gwen close after she learned that Gwen was interested in another woman. According to WSOC TV, a patrol board refused to release Kathy eight times before she was finally let go. They claimed that she lacked remorse for her crime. Her parole her parole release, which ends in uh, June of 2021, mandates that she stay away from the elderly, children, and vulnerable adults. So she just got out. Yeah, she got out in A couple months ago. June. Yeah. It's December. Well, for those of you who don't know, it's December as we're recording this, December 2021. Yeah, Kathy's out. She's like... Gwen's still in jail. Last time I paid attention. So, yes. Kathy's on the beach in North Carolina somewhere. Tanning. I don't know about all that, but, <laughs> you know. So, quote, I believe that Kathy Wood was the mastermind. She was the one that was pulling strings on Gwendolyn Graham. Gwendolyn Graham handled the dirty work, and Kathy Woods was the brains behind it, says Police Sergeant Killinek. Final thoughts. Who freaking cares? If they're both killing people, one killer doesn't make you better than the other. Yeah, that's one thing that I don't like. Whenever there's like multiple people involved, like they turn on each other and then one gets a bigger sentence than the other one. When truthfully, I think they both should get the same sentence. Because I'm sorry, I do not believe that one of the girls was a lookout and the other one killed and the other one was just an innocent bystander. Yeah, like you you were you still you were still part of the killing. Right. Even though you weren't the one to pull the trigger. Right. You still knew what was going down. Yeah, and you still continued to do it. And also, you hid evidence. Yeah. Let's face facts. She hid evidence, because remember, she allegedly was the lookout. So you knew what was going down, and you prevented that person from getting help. So I have no empathy for the lethal lovers. Like, I give, I don't care about either one of these women. Yeah. So yes, and again... Kathy gets a lighter sentence and is released. And Gwen, last time I paid attention and read through the article, she's still in motherfucking prison somewhere. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't like that. That's why, in my opinion, if you do a crime, it's best to do it by yourself because no one's going to tell on you except, well, you. And don't be an idiot and tell everyone your crime. Kathy telling her husband, um, Gwen telling her girlfriend. Everyone's telling everyone shit. Like, like, I'm not trying to give tips to serial killers and criminals, but why the fuck are you telling people? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, Fatal Female Fridays turned into serial killer advice hotline. No, 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 no. Don't tell them that. We vehemently are against serial killers. Um, But yes. 
So, do you have any final thoughts of your own? That was the final thought. <laughs> that we turned into a hotline for no, for both, criminals and serial killers alike? They're both canceled. They're both done. They're both canceled. They're both done. All right, then. I'm going to give my own sentencing. Okay, what's your sentencing? They're both done. Wait, how long is one in jail for? Do we know? Uh, I couldn't... I, as many articles I've read, I could not find... How long Gwen was in jail? I just know that she's still there. Yeah. Well, maybe Kathy should be with her. That's my sentencing. Okay, then. So, well, that is the end of Fatal Female Fridays. Uh, everyone, thank you for watching. Please share, like, subscribe. Click the notification bell. Tell everyone and your mama to watch Fatal Female Fridays. You want to do the closing? Yeah. We're closing out. Goodbye. <laughs> I don't know this woman. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much. Have a good one.